World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. Around how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. Hello and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. I'm your host, Mood North, but you can call me Demi, and I'm joined by the man with the best voice in podcasting. It's Bricko! How you doing, buddy? Wonderful. I can't stop smiling every time I hear that because I don't know that it's true, but thank you very <laughs> much. How, how are you doing? I'm all right. Aside from the dog and the child needing some attention, <laughs> yes, everything is fine at this end. Just hope that they both remain quiet through uh, the podcast because, uh, yeah, the the child is at the end of his tether, being an only child, and uh, none of his buddies are available to play this morning. But anyway, how has your week been in Warcraft? Yeah. Oh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, not as much playtime as usual because busy doing the remodel and whatnot in my kitchen. But it's been good. I got to spend some time with the gang over at Lions Pride uh, yesterday. We streamed. I actually streamed on my channel too when we did. We took down. Star I have Monastery seen. And classic. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, we were up kind of late last night too, leveling our level thirty-seven tunes, trying to get them to sixty before TBC and. I think that's yeah. going to prove to be a chore <laughs> with the time it takes, but it's been awesome. Good. I'm that's glad good, you're enjoying that's it. That's good fun. Yeah. It's, uh, that, well, that's the point, isn't it? We do it for fun. So, you know, mm-hmm. as long as the game's giving us that, that's what we're there for. And this week we are joined by a UK-based streamer and a WoW artist, no less, the lovely Talvi. Hi! Good morning! Hello, good morning! <laughs> How are you and how has your week in WoW been? Um, I'm well, thank you. Uh, my week in WoW has been a very, very weird one. Oh. Um, yes. Um, we are currently uh, 9 of 10 in Heroic uh, Castle Nathria in my guild, uh, which, you know, is a generally good achievement. And I Absolutely. Will, I, will, I will put a post note in here to say that we started later the most guilds when it came to the raid because what it happened how it works is that we take a break over christmas we have we this is a guild rule this is what we've always done as long as the guild has been running the guild's been running since cataclysm so we always take a christmas break and we always take an easter break so we like so it's because we very much have a rule in our guild that has you know family first life first game comes last Um, And that's how we've always worked it. So we have a break over Christmas. So we went back over Christmas and started Castle Nathria. And we're now up to nine of ten of Heroics. We've sped along super, super fast. And um, we played normal first. Then we went into Heroic. Um, And uh, we're currently stuck on Sides of Nathria, as I'm sure most guilds are when they get to that (laughs) point in the kill. but now struggling to have the DPS to down him. So we're quite a small raid group. Yeah. We're like anywhere between 9 and 15 players. Um, We're not a small guild by any means, but we just have a very small amount of people in the guild who want to actually raid. Um, Sure. So so this week, I think think we've only got like 10 people, so we're going to have to try and down sides of Nathrius with 10 people but one thing we've been 
realizing is that the scaling is completely and utterly off on the on the raid so if we've got like what was it we were down in we had um generals and we were working on generals and we had 13 people we couldn't seem to down them we were like getting stuck on like the last ignore what he does in the background he does, this. he does this on my streams he thinks he's funny um yes <laughs> for those for those who couldn't see that we we have some backseat driving going on as well on, on stream <laughs> today awesome. from uh, Talvi's partner so um and um basically uh we had 13 people and we were trying to down generals and we couldn't seem to do it we were getting down to like the last million health and we were just getting stuck and we were just struggling to push past this point but then we uh we had one person that um, left and they were like oh um i'm struggling with my painkillers um i need to leave and so they were like okay so they left and then we downed it with 12 people and the the boss dropped by like that million health so because the boss dropped by that million health um we were able to down the boss and it was like well that seems really stupid why have they scaled it to a point of like between 12 and 13 people why is it not like why is it not like the old ways of like 10 and 25, like or things like that? Where it's just it was the most bizarre concept. And it happened bizarre. it happened again this week. Um, and we were doing Sludge Fist. Um, and uh we had 12 people and we dropped down to eleven, and the boss dropped again by another a million health, and it was like Blizzard, you've done something really stupid here, and I don't understand <laughs> it at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, we are so at my week in WoW has been um, our guild went nine for ten in Castle Vampire Pants on normal, <laughs> but we found so we we obviously go, you go through Sludge Fist. We went to Stone Legion Generals, which is the fight that I, as a melee DPS, I find it so confusing. Uh, there's so much happening and I found it really overwhelming. And I told everybody that like, this was the one that I was worried about also because I'd only seen it once before. And I've done daddy Danathris a couple of times on LFR and thought, yeah, okay, I can get the rhythm of the fight. I know what to watch for. Mm -hmm. So I went to Stone Asian generals. I'm not joking. It was the messiest thing I've ever seen. And we one shot it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't understand how we've one shot that. We, by yeah. rights, we should have, like, everybody should be dead by now. It's so messy. That was that tweet, right? Yeah. The worst pull ever, but yeah. you still rocked. Yes. <laughs> that's what it's happened. Just bizarre. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what happened to us. Because, like, we got there and we've got, like, a couple of people in my guild who are slightly more experienced and tend to yeah. do things like mythic raids with, like, another yeah. group. And they were like, oh, this is going to be a hard fight. It's going to be so messy. We literally, we went in and we one shot it. And they stood there and they went, Huh, okay, I guess yeah. that's how we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. Anyway, we we that thing that you said about the scaling, we went into side and Athreus. I think we had about four pulls before our normal end of raid time. And we only raid for two and a half hours a week. So it's very, very short our window. Um and again, like you said, like your team, we didn't actually start raiding until after Christmas. So we mm -hmm. waited until the new year. Um, anyway, yeah, so we've, we've had, I think we had four or five pulls on Denathrius before the 
like normal raid, end of raid timer. And then a couple of the guys had to drop out, um, you know, because we obviously we have we're on the EU server, so we have players that are in the EU. So it's an hour later for them. So uh, we had some people drop out, and then we got him down to thirteen percent on the next pull. And you're like, <laughs> why does that? Ha-? But it happens quite often. The first time we got Council of Blood, we'd had people leave, and then we yeah. went for one last pull, and it's it definitely seems to make a difference. Mm. Um, so yeah, but we've. We're going to start our heroic taster runs, um, so we've got that coming, um, and then it, there's a strong chance that we will end up just going for heroic raiding on the Thursday nights anyway. But we'll see how many people actually want to commit to that because we've always said we'll do normal. That's where we're going to spend our time. If we think we can do heroic after that, fine. But we're not going to put pressure on people to do that because we are a pro casual guild. Mm. So that's what we do. <laughs> but, Alongside that, I've been leveling up my Dwarven Hunter. And yes, we've almost... Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a few <laughs> Dwarven characters, so she's not the first. Um, and I've almost got my second Death Knight up to level alongside Kiddo's Demon Hunter. Uh, so I suspect by the end of next weekend, they'll both be level 60, which will make him very happy. He then just has to face the gear grind because he's desperate to raid. Oh, we'll shit. get him. We'll get him there. We'll oh, get him. Gosh. <laughs> I gotta start looking for a raid group. I might be able to punch Sylvanas, and I'd really enjoy that. <laughs> it would be normal. Yeah, yeah. Mind you, she was one of my favorites years ago, and now I just have so much fatigue. I'm tired of it. It's time to punch her. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't fret, <laughs> my friend. Shall we get to the business of the day, then, folks? I like the sound of that. Sure. Greetings, sir and or ma'am. So then, we've already agreed that I am going to start with the standard questions. It's a bit of a change. Also, I haven't done the standard questions for a while. So, huh. (laughs) Tell me, my lovely. Yes. Are you blue team, red team, or purple? Um, I am... Hmm, how do I say? I'm generally a mix. I'm I'm purple, verging more onto the side of blue. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, bit of both. I think that's that's quite a lot of people are either uh, purple with a tinge one way or the other. Like mm-hmm. they'll main one, but they'll. Uh, so what are you, would you say that your main is alliance and you have some alts in horde? So basically, ninety nine point nine percent of my characters are alliance. Um, I main a um, night elf frost mage, um, and um, but I have some horde. Um, I have a horde paladin. I have a horde priest. Um, generally, as well, that if I'm given the choice, I will rather play horde. Um, but the guild i'm in is just so fantastic and so lovely that they're the reason i play alliance yeah and you generally find this um when you talk to other people about why they chose the faction that they did and generally you find that people stick to the faction that they do because of the guild they're in yeah yeah that's my story as well (laughs) i would i would play trolls or nightboard all day long yeah um but we rolled alliance and that's where we are so Yeah, yeah. So tell us, how did you start playing World of Warcraft and what was it that got you hooked? Okay, so the reason that I started playing World of Warcraft was um, uh, 
many, many, many years ago, back in the day somewhere, um, I um, used to be married and um, my husband at the time basically went to the store and I don't know what we went to the store for, but he went to the store and he picked up this random World of Warcraft box and we looked at it and I went, oh, that's actually been something I'm really interested in. And I kind of like, like for those of you who are old school, you will know what I'm about to say. But I opened the box and I looked at the incredible artwork in the inside of the box and I went, wow, that's incredible. That's so cool. I want to play that just for the box. And I looked at it, I looked on turned it over and I went, oh, it requires a subscription. Oh, I haven't got the money for that right now. <laughs> um, and at this point in time, I was playing Guild Wars. Yeah. Not Guild Wars 2, Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. And the thing that I liked about it was it was the game that you played because you bought the game to play and you didn't pay any charges after that. So I liked their system. Um, and I was kind of hoping that Blizzard had done the same with World of Warcraft and I was deeply disappointed when I found out it was a subscription model. Um, but they had a trial and they had a two-week trial. So I went, yeah, sure, let's go ahead. And two days in, I was hooked, like two days. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. I, I was like, what can I sell? What can I stop paying for so I can afford And that was um, 2005. So I've been around a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the reason that I picked up the game initially and the same could be said about Guild Wars, was at the time my daughter was very, very tiny. Um, and I wanted something to do in the evenings once I'd put her to bed. Because you know how it is with a kid. And, you know, babies, they're very boring creatures when they're tiny. <laughs> and you put them to bed and you're like, right, what do I do now? Exhausting but boring, yeah. Yeah, and you put them to bed and you're like, right, what do I do now? So it's like I needed something to do in the evening. Because, frankly, and Bricka, you'll attest to this, most American TV is boring as hell in the evening. It's either reality TV, cooking shows, or some other general crap. And I'm like, bored of this. I want something to do. And um, so I went and ended up playing video games, and we built a PC from used parts and various other bits that we scrounged up from people. Um, and it played World of Warcraft absolutely fine because, as we all know, World of Warcraft plays on a potato. Um, and, or a toaster, uh, yep. Or a toaster, yes. <laughs> a food consumption item you would like to use here. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's how I got started playing World of Warcraft. I've been through many different guilds, many different factions. I swapped from the US realms to the EU realms when I moved back to the EU in 2009. And um, that was around the time of Cataclysm. And I've been on the EU realms ever since. Um, and I went from, um, oh, where was I? Uh, um, Arathor to, and I'm now on Argent Dawn. So, and oh. I've been on Argent Dawn for the last five years. Nice. I know a few people on Argent Dawn. Yes. Yep. Um, there's, there's, there's quite a few of us. Um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things I generally get told a lot, and they're very incorrect, of course, 
um, is that it's the streamer server. And I'm like, no, it's not. I've been here years. I'm like, I was here before any of those guys were. Yeah, no, I, I would have to say that, um, oh, I, I don't think I've turned on silent something. Sorry. <laughs> what was that? Some alert popped up and it should be on silent. Why did it not do that? <sighs> I'm just going to have a moment, Pete. When you, have, when you buy the original game with, with the CDs or whatever, and, and uh, I think I had uh, all three boxes. We collect all of ours. We've still got all of our boxes. Yeah, I think I, I think Cataclysm is when I went first time digital. And uh, sadly, I had a flood in my mom's basement and I lost my original uh, vanilla TBC and Wrath boxes. We've lost the TBC and we've lost the vanilla boxes because I think that they got uh, binned over the years. But we've got the original True. battle chest. We've got Cataclysm, uh, Missa Pandaria, and Wrath of the Lich King. And I think those are the only ones we've got because I think they stopped making them after Mists. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Unless you bought the collector, you, right? Could you still get a... Yeah. yeah. You'd know the collector's only that, just but... sent you the CD. Right. And now, of right. course, they don't even send you the CD in the collector's boxes anymore. Right. <laughs> oh, you have an uh, issue there, Demi. Um... I had a I had a Deathgate sounder go off in my ears, which shouldn't happen because everything should be on silent. And I didn't get a notification in awesome. the Twitch chat to say that something had happened. So I've got a feeling that Streamlabs just did an alert on the on this on the show profile, mm. uh, but it was for my personal twitch account <laughs> well that's weird <laughs> and i'm really really you heard it but you're in game so you couldn't confirm it well obviously then it was just you louie casting death gate it's all your fault here's um, to louie <laughs> so i didn't see anything like twitch chat should have told me if it was something on this stream so uh i am just going to Oh, here. End of my stream this early this morning. I got a. It scared me. I hadn't heard the, the um, Twitch thing for a new follower before. Yeah. So when it when it went off, I'm like, "What the hell's behind me? What?" Okay, I get it. I get it. L Listra was just laughing. She's like, <coughs> kind of dummy. Are you? <laughs> it's really annoying because I spent ages setting all of this up again <laughs> ah, technology. And, putting in, and putting in new <laughs> stuff so that it was all really sweet and all looking really nice and it's just decided to screw me over right in the middle of the podcast and it really distracted me and I'm really sorry <laughs> and it shouldn't be making a noise um it's goofy and this is just coffee right now louis sorry to disappoint but if it wasn't just coffee it would most likely have whiskey in it <laughs> no offense to rum I'm so i don't know why more of a whiskey guy so it's silent i don't know what happened i'm really sorry folks ah well never mind 
Still Let's just. I'm obviously gonna have to do. Yes, it's fine. So I'm mean. obviously. I'm gonna have to do some editing <laughs> on this one this week, and that's absolutely fine. I have nothing. I have nothing to do tomorrow. I had nothing to do tomorrow. Um. Yeah. I would say you could my way and I'd edit it for you, but I'm currently in the process of trying to do 20 hours of YouTube video footage into oh, 30 God. minute video. Yeah. No, oh, um, I, I've done two YouTube videos and never again. I will never edit video again. <laughs> Give me sound to edit. That's absolutely fine. I will not edit video again. My See, hat goes off to like noble 100%. I can't do sound um, editing at all. Like for somebody who is, is very well versed in sound setup and microphone setup and various things like this, sound editing scares the pants off me. <laughs> no i don't i don't i'm quite happy to edit this show but that's also because i'm not like super picky about it like mm. i will if i may even leave this in now because this is a really good conversation but like, <laughs> I will, i'll say so what i normally do for the show is i chop off the beginning the pre-show and i chop off the end and that's about it and if i have to put in sounders i like i'll re-put in the sounders so a bad editing day for me is when i have to cut loads <laughs> of stuff out because of technical issues which is why i get frustrated with them um, um but thank you i did <laughs> i did i did those two videos and that was enough but what you were saying about um playing on argent dawn and it being a streamer server yeah. um <laughs> i have inadvertently created a streamer guild <laughs> <laughs> like just by accident and i fully blame louis for that but we're on the same server as noble yes. on terracar yeah and then i was so i'm friends with a guy called chump chump who i i adore him he's lovely but he then introduced me to his irl friends uh louis who's in chat yaz who's in chat and a few others and they have now since joined our guild Aww. and we now have 10 streamers in our guild <laughs> nice See, <laughs> With us, it's a case of I generally get like one of the things that I've I've had before, and I was just like I never thought of it like that, but okay, cool. Um, and somebody was like, um, um, sorry, I just had a text message, just really distracted me. Um, um, and somebody said to me, they were like, oh, T A L. They were like, oh, you've got the first letter. Oh, he's like, you've got. Oh, oh, and I was like, what? What are you trying to get at here? And they were like, oh, your name's like Taliesin, but shorter. And I was like, oh my God, do not compare me to him. <laughs> and they were like, they were like, oh, why? Is that a really bad thing? And I'm like, no, I could never live up to him. I'm like, he's amazing. I'd look like literally, if I ever like I was st so I was stood in the guild um at the uh, vault the other day, checking my weekly loot, and I looked over. And I saw Avatel standing next to me, and I was like, <gasps> and I literally had like a <laughs> moment, and everybody in my guild was like, "Oh my god, you're so special!" Sometimes. I <laughs> I I do that when I see Noble on my server. I do that, and and then I'll whisper him and go, "Are you all right, special friend?" Like I'm from, like I'm not friends with him at all. What a ridiculous thing to think, but yeah, it's lovely. Because I, um, because I'm on a server with so many people who are yeah. like really big names, 
So it's like I'm on the same server as Taliesin and Avatel. I'm on the same per same server as um, Dejari, who's the um, uh, yeah. girlfriend of Sko, who's the leader of Method. Um, there's um, uh, there's there's a few of us. Like there's another one of them in my guild who goes by the name of Avi. She's part of the um, ESO community, and she's in my guild. And she's also a really big part streamer partner on. So we seem to like like um go to argent dawn oh another person who's on argent dawn is um uh rage darling she's on yeah. argent dawn as well there's quite a and few sil as well isn't she and sil sil, yeah sil's oh, on yeah. argent dawn because yeah. I, when i when i spoke to sil she was like oh you're on argent dawn i was like oh my god there's another one on here <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's, um, it's but the nature of things isn't it yeah, so generally as well that even though we're all there, we're such a huge, huge server. Like my server is so, so busy that we never we rarely bump into each other. So yeah. the fact that I saw Avatar and I was like, oh, I went, oh my God, I'm in the power of greatness. I feel blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and I waved and I was like, hello. And they were like, oh, hi. <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, they're really good peeps. They're good peeps. And it is nice to see them around when you do those sorts of things. I've rolled a couple of characters on Argent Dawn so that I could go and play with Syl and I just haven't had time. Yeah. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway. You, you and Syl should hang out on Argent Dawn. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Should we get should we get back to like some of the questions? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not I don't care about technology anymore. If something goes off in my ears, I'm just gonna go, whatever. <laughs> Tell us, you you you've already mentioned that you have um you've looked at the scenery, but so that and there are some stunning places in World of Warcraft. But yes. what is your favourite place in game? Well, my favourite place in game, I actually did a picture of recently. Um, I don't know if you you can't really see it very well on your picture, um, but um, on mine, well, obviously that we can see here on the Discord, you'll see it uh, behind me here. This one uh where is it there uh which is, is actually, a reaver in there? it's um no i didn't put the foam reaver in, in the <laughs> um, it's hellfire peninsula um i did that recently uh last week on my i finished it up on my 12 hour um uh fundraising stream yeah. for Gimblast. Oh, cool. um it took me 20 hours to paint <laughs> wow. yeah so That's there awesome. was it was a that's why when I said I've got a 20 hour video that I'm trying to squash into half an hour, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to do at the moment. Yeah, that's hard work. And Hel I think Hellfire is an interesting place to choose as your favorite place in game because a lot of people would have been like, oh, but it's so brutal and dark. And actually, I, I watched I watched some of that VOD back. And, I, and when you do look up in Hellfire, it is so underrated. It's so yeah. beautiful. It's like you almost have to flip your eye to not looking at what you're where the ground is and what you're playing with but to almost lying on your back and looking up because that's where the beauty is and it yeah, is the sky boxes and i will say yeah. that for the entirety of the bc content you are missing out unless you look up yeah. if you look up you'll see the incredible work they did on the sky boxes and it's always been that that's always caught my eye it's always the sky boxes like i sound like a nerd but it's literally the first thing I check in an expansion is I look yeah. up and I'm like, what does the skybox look like? And I'm like, that's not very impressive. I don't like it. I would be very proud of you. 
Kelly would be very proud of you. But Caverns of Time, even when you guys go in there, look up. It's, oh, it's the Caverns of Time! I'd love to do a picture of that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. The, the skybox in there is incredible. Yeah, that's a but good again, one. it's more BC content. It's almost like yes. they hired somebody in BC and went, "Can you paint really good skyboxes?" Yes, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, Netherstorm is. It's a lot of it's the nostalgia feels right now because of the announcement of yeah. TBC. But I'm I can't wait to get to Netherstorm again. I just loved it out there. Yeah, danger yeah, and everything, but it was beautiful. Area. My favorite is Westfall, but that's because of the skybox. Because when yeah. you come out of Elwyn into Westfall, it's like the whole world opens up, and I still love it today. What would you say is your most liked activity in game? So, do you prefer PvP or questing or raids, dungeons, achievement hunting, something completely different? Um, I'm going to be um, quite girly here, um, which is very unlike me. Um, but I really like Transmog. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> nice. fine. Yeah, I know quite a few people who would agree with you. I it's important to look good when you're beating things in the face. Yeah, agreed. Um I um I really enjoy uh, like I love going through old content and finding yeah. bits that I like and put smushing them together and make really cool outfits out of them. Um and it's just it's just something I I don't even remember when they bought Transmog in. Was it a cataclysm thing? I have a hunch it was. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to play um, good, you but, gotta look good. I mean, oh, yeah. Agreed. It was. I think it was Kata because then in mists you got the transmog mount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I um, I like. It's one of the things that I know I'm going to find hard when I go back to TBC Classic, which I am going to inevitably do, as I'm sure everybody will do at least <laughs> for like a week or so. Is it's like you've got to get used to the idea that unless you're wearing a full set, you're going to look like you fell out of some kind of painter's yard with like yeah. a red hat and a blue <laughs> um, robe and green shoulders. And oh my god, what do I look like? I remember yeah, you end up dressed so like. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Clown suits, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But it, it's part. I think it's part of the charm as well. Yeah, that they, you know you did have to just suffer through it and and embrace it you know i i have um i have the dreadwake mount and it's on one of my it's on my favorite mounts and i do the f random favorite mount and every time i get the noise for it i dread it but it's just so ridiculous because it's so big and that's why i love those clown suits as well but transmog is have you done the um have you done the trial of style yeah, I've done it a couple of times. I've not won yet, so I've got to keep trying because there's yeah. always somebody who takes part and they beat me, and I'm like, mm. uh. <laughs> but um, yeah, generally I've got quite a collection of transmog at this point. So um, I do like. It just started, didn't it? Uh, Trailer style was bought in. I want to say. Um... <sighs> Let me think. It's at least well. It's been in. It was in BFA because that's when I did it. Yeah, it was in BFA that I oh, did it. I have a hunch sure. it was the beginning of BFA. Yeah. It's oh, I just meant I think it's going right now, isn't it? Oh, oh is, is it? it? I don't know. I need oh, to check that. I think it is on the calendar. I just go in and I just keep going until I've got enough tokens to get all of the the um, yeah. different outfits, and then I don't worry about it. But I need to go in. I think my clothy needs to go in one of my clothies needs to go in to get Never done it. That, so it's really good fun it's just a bit of silliness in game yeah but if if you like transmog um 
and you've got a fair amount, it's worth having a pop at. And even if you don't win, you still get some of the tokens. You just have to go more so that you can get the tokens sure. to buy the gear. Um, and I don't think it's on a set rotation of when it pops up. It just seems to crop up at random times in the year. I haven't noticed okay. it on like a set rotation of when it comes up. No, no, it's not like say um, time walking or anything like no. that where it has a specific calendar. Wow, Miss Cowgins just saying in chat that um, good transmog increases your DPS by ten percent. <laughs> I, 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 I really wish that was the case. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, do you have um, sort of a dark portal story? It might not be the dark portal, but something um, in the game that made you go, "Holy crap! This is amazing." Um, yeah. the only thing that I can really think of is like I said like the skyboxes have always kind of like grabbed me and gone look at this and I've gone wow okay that's really cool but I think that the first time that I ever really had that like um experience was when uh Wrath of the Lich King um came round. <laughs> I love that you've just said I'm muted because of the damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when Wrath of the Lich King came round, um, it was the first full expansion that I'd properly played by myself. At this point, um, I uh, was in the process of going through um, a divorce from my ex-husband and it was very much, you know, like I sat there and I had no time constraints and um, I had nobody nagging at me going, oh, you spent four hours on this game today, get the hell off and do some housework kind of thing. And I was just like, not doing that anymore. Um, and um, so I literally sat there and I could literally felt like I could get absorbed into the game properly for the first time. Like when I started very much at the end of Vanilla, I started kind of like on the cusp where you had the... Um, uh, the pre-patch stuff for TBC. Yeah. Um, and uh, I played TBC, but I kind of like dipped in and out of it, kind of like wetting my feet, getting like used to the game kind of thing. Because like I've already said, you know, going from Guild Wars to World of Warcraft was a very, very different game. Yeah. Um, so I was getting used to the game over the over the time I was playing TBC. And I did some... Um, I did some PvP, I did like some questing, I did like some casual dungeons like your, your Majesty's Terrace and things like that. Um, I never got to see anything like Sunwell because back then obviously you had to be part of like a really nice raid guild and things like that. So I never got to see any of that until fairly recently when at that point I'm so overgeared for the raid, it's ridiculous. And I just don't <laughs> want um, But um, yeah, Wrath of the Lich King was very much the wow kind of like oh my God, this is incredible. Like I could spend as much time as I want. I could literally stand in Wintergrasp chatting to my guildies and fishing for like the fish feasts that we needed for the yeah. raid. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was the first because... time as well that I raided in um, Wrath of the Lich King. So I got into raiding, actually found I was fairly good at it. Um, uh, GM said that they wanted a, um, a raid leader and their exact words were, and I will never forget them to the day I die, you're opinionated and bossy. Would you like to be a raid leader? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, charming. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah. I, and it's, it's because 
I don't know what it is, but for some reason, all Americans seem to think that I'm like very forward and very opinionated. And they're like, oh, yeah, you'd make a good raid leader. You have no objections to telling people what the hell they should do. When people <laughs> like, you know. so I'm like, cool. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Yes, it's uh, times like that when you appreciate being called a bossy woman and not, uh, yeah, not uh, being shouted at for it. It's um, there's power in being bossy for sure. Absolutely, agreed. Yeah, what would you say has been your best experience in the WoW community? Um, probably. Um, oh God, excuse me, I have, my nose is running like crazy today. Uh, uh, probably when I joined my current guild. Um, we'd left me and Gillen had left Arathor, um, and we were like very much homeless and we were looking for a new mm. guild. And we were kind of like, okay, we'd been recommended this one by a friend, and we went, okay, let's do that. And um, we said, um, let's, you know, what have we got to lose? Let's let's join the guild, and we did. And four years later, I think we're coming up to our fifth year now in the guild, and we're still here, and they've been. They've been super kind to us. Um, and 2020, I think, is the year that everybody very much spent a lot of time on WoW, a lot of time on the internet. Hell yeah. Everybody <laughs> very much like lived in each other's pockets. Yeah. And sure, yeah. <laughs> um, as a guild, I think we've become very, very close. Um, and, you know, like in 2020, um, me and Gillen were supposed to get married. That very much fell through three times. Oh my god! Um, and I was supposed to have graduated with an MA, and I, um, in the end, I didn't have enough credits to graduate, so I was just short of that. And so, twenty twenty for me very much was, uh, <sighs> yeah, it was a year. Yeah. Um, and um, I, um, I, I'm very much, you know, a, a lot of that for getting me through. I have to give credit to my guild because without the fact that, like, if they hadn't been there for like come on let's 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 go do this let's go take your mind off something let's let's go um transmog ones yes it was like transmog ones and um they were like um oh we need um this was actually the very first time that i'd got back into raiding in a few years as well was 2020 and uh they said oh we need a person for our heroic nihilith run and i went okay let's go um i was like i haven't raided in years so mm. please be very kind to me yeah and um they we we downed us off we got all the mounts and everything and you know and it felt nice to be part of like uh, a close-knit group once again and i hadn't had that in a long long time um and I, you know, I, I have to give credit for to them for getting me through 2020 in one piece because Jesus, that was a hard year. Yeah. 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 Here. <laughs> Here's to all the WoW guilds that have carried all of us players through 2020. It's yeah. yeah. It's lovely to hear that you've had that resource there to to tap into and to keep going because not being able to get married and missing an MA, oh just oh. Screw you, 2020. <laughs> and and we, you know, we, we have to balance this by asking what's been your worst experience and how did you overcome it? And what advice would you have for others who might find themselves in a similar situation? Um, worst situation? I've got several, sadly, in game. Mm. Um, 
because I've been around the block so many times and I've been part of the the game in the community since 2005. Yeah. Um, but I think probably the worst one for me was um, I was the um, back before, no, during Wrath of the Lich King, I was the GM of my own guild. And we had a really good functioning guild. Uh, we were, had raid team. We were clearing kind of like... Um, 10-man ICC as it was back then and we were we were chugging along absolutely fine we were doing great uh, and then one morning I woke up and I found out somebody had cleared out the guild bank taken all the gold and I was like what the hell so I obviously went onto the tab and I looked at like all the different things of what had happened in the guild bank and it said it was the same person who'd taken out all the stuff and it was a, and I was like, six hours ago, I was like, that would have been the middle of the night. He wouldn't have been awake. That's really weird. So I got on, I called him and I said, are you aware that you did this at this point? And he was like, no. And he got, got onto his computer and he's like, I can't get in. Like my password's oh, been changed. Oh no! I was like, oh no, you've been hacked and my guild's all been stolen. So of course, obviously the first time, the first thing I do is I go to a, a game person and I'm like, excuse me, can you help me? My my guild's been hacked. Uh, somebody in my guild's been hacked and everything in my guild bank's been yeah. taken. Because it was one of my officers. And now, uh, take this in mind, of course, that this is just before um, authenticators became like a normal thing to have yeah. like, on your account. Um, and um, they said to me, they said, right, okay, we'll have a look into it and I'll get back to you within the hour. Okay, fine. An hour later, they got back to me and they were like, ah, yes, uh, we can see that this person logged in at this time and took all of those things. And you're saying that this person now can't get into their account? I'm like, no, they've had their password changed. And they went, right, okay. We're like, we're going to have a look at the IPs and see where this person logged in from. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. They can do all this. <laughs> um, and they came back to me and they went, oh, yeah, it's somebody in China that's logged in. And I went, no, 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 no. And I went, the person who owns that account lives in North America. And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> okay, that's fine. We will reset the password on that account, um, send an email to the person whose account mm. it is, and we'll obviously recommend them to put a authenticator on their account. And I was like, okay, that's fine. That day, I went on to the store, and this is a point when you could buy the uh, physical authenticators. Yeah. And I went and bought one for me, and I went and bought one for him, and I sent it to him in the post and with a, with a with a message that says, if you don't put this on your account, I will come to your house personally and put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, of course, like most Americans would take that as a threat, but because they, my guildies knew me and they know that I'm like very being just generally being very sarcastic. They knew that it was, it was more of a, just, just do this, you dickhead kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I still got mine. And, uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, so thankfully I was able to get everything back and I was able to get back all the gold, but it was so scary to like, yeah. log in and find that literally everything's been taken out of your guild. Like yeah. I had full tabs, like tabs were like literally jam-packed full, like all, is it like four or five tabs you can have on a guild bank? Um, and literally so I think everything it's up to was... eight now, but it wasn't that much back then. It was, yeah, it was no. probably four or five back then, yeah. yeah. But like literally everything was gone. Like literally lost all the herbs, all the gems, all the <gasps> everything. It oh, was like God. all the gold that we'd got stashed in there and everything was gone. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, they got it, <laughs> got it all back. And 
yeah, it's one thing that I will always say to people. And um, that's how the, the how how did I get through that? Obviously, I got through that by putting Authenticator on my account. And yeah. that's like <laughs> what I would recommend to any new player who's wanting to take this game up. Please, please, please put an Authenticator on your account. It is more important than anything you will ever understand about this game. Absolutely, yeah. When you've poured hours and hours into it, uh, even if, on your characters, never mind your guild, and it, and it's an app on your phone now. There's really there's just no excuse. It's that easy and quick to do that you can just have it on your phone. So, um, it is very very easy to to sort. I don't think I ever had the physical one. I think I always had the app. Mm. Kiddo's dad had a physical one, um, but I don't think I ever had a physical one. Yeah, yeah, I've still got mine upstairs. It's yeah. Which one do you have, Bricko? The little keychain one, and then you push the button. What design has it, it got the... on it though? Because there's several ones with different designs. Oh, might have gotten mine in Wrath or Kata. Is it like the one with it's the claw hand? I think it was Kata. That- yeah, because I've got. Yeah, because if it's the one with the core hound on, that's the same one that I've got. But yep. um, Gillen, my partner, has one of the original ones, which is black, and it has the word Blizzard wrote on it, which is one of their very first ones that they ever put out. Oh, sure, So there sure. are several designs. Sure. Yeah, there's a few different ones. I, I think Kiddo's dad had the core hound one. Mm. I remember it being red. The so. game with a core hound. Yeah. In game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it as a reward as well, didn't you? You got the pet. Yeah, you got the core yeah. hand pet for putting it on your account yeah. to uh, push people to get them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, who doesn't like a shiny pet? Well, exactly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you've talked a little bit about swapping guilds and moving servers. Where did you find your WoW community that you've got with you on your stream? Oh, gosh, they've come from literally all different corners of the world. I'm very, very lucky to have the guys that I have that hang out on my stream. Um, For the most part, most of them don't actually play World of Warcraft on a regular basis. Um, One of the things that I believe in on my community is not the game that you play, but the people that you hang out with. Um, And I've tried to build a community where... Every, anybody can come in and hopefully feel welcome because, um, you know, I don't tolerate anybody's crap. Um, I don't uh, tolerate anybody who's going to come in and talk bad about people. And those are generally my two rules that I have. Yeah. Um, and, that you know, they're, they're the general rules that most people have on their stream. Um, and it was one thing that um, Taliesin, actually, going back to him, uh, said recently is that if you are a content creator, you should be curating your stream. It doesn't matter how you have a community of four or, your, or a community of 400, you should be cur- curating your stream and you should be putting out the kind of atmosphere and the attitude in your stream that you would want in real life. And I fully believe that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, I have a majority of my community are UK based, but I do have some US people who have come in. Um, a lot of them do play World of Warcraft kind of like casually on and off. Um, but they also play other games. Like, um, one of my mods has his own community and I kind of hang out with them on the side as well. 
and we have like a we're in the process of starting up like a an online D&D group um, and they're all uh-huh. UK based and so that'll be quite cool to do that because um, we're kind of thinking of doing it as like a uh, maybe like as a podcast or some kind of like a, a stream thing we're not quite just not quite sure yet because we're all streamers that do it so we're kind of like thinking of like doing a D thing where like we all stream it but then we kind of like have like a group stream as well so everybody can kind of like watch us all play at the same time it'll be quite cool and i haven't played D in a really really long time so i'm looking forward to that oh sounds like very good fun yeah what would you say the wow community means to you the wow community means everything to me um i it's a weird it's it's i'm in a very strange position um where i used to be way more involved in the way in the wow community than i am now um and generally i um i find that um People that have known me a while know that they've um, they've kind of like been around me and they know what I'm about since like because like for example like some of the people that I hang out with are like now really quite big names in the community so mm. I know quite a lot of the people from Blizzard Watch um, two of those like Ma- um, uh, Matt Lowe and Joe Perez are two very very good friends of mine that I would call real life friends we've like known each other so long. Um, and um i know many other people in the community but it's like when my son was born in 2013 i kind of took a break a little bit from the yeah. community and then i came back when he started school so about 2018 um and in that time i seem to have either like lost people who um kind of stopped playing the game and so aren't part of the community anymore uh new people have come in and it's kind of like those new people that i'm kind of trying to um uh what's the word not befriend but like try and kind of like understand like uh what they're about and how they work within the community so people like yourself i didn't even know who you were until like my my <laughs> partner introduced me to you and there's people like sill um and haughty chicken and people like this that are all like fairly new into the community and i'm like and they're like, oh, we didn't know who you were. And I was like, man, I'm so old. There's dust on me. I'm part of the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've been in this community so long. It's it's crazy. But it's it just shows what like, taking a break can do when people don't, like, people come into the community and don't see who you are. Um, I mean, I've changed uh, classes so many times that at one point I used to be like one of the best priests on my um, old US server and people would literally come to me and they were like, oh, we know what you're talking about. You um, you seem to be a pretty big deal when it comes to disc priest. And I used to literally teach people on my server um, at one point nice. as well. I actually applied for the priest writer on what is now Blizzard Watch, but was then yeah. well insider. I didn't get the job but I became very good friends with the person that did get the job. And so that was quite yeah. nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, like it's <sighs> the world community is like, literally if you took it away, there's like a massive chunk of my life that I've literally spent and I'd, it'd be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, I mean, it's naturally for everybody we talk to on the show. It's, um, it is, a huge part of our lives because well 
part of being on this show means that it has to be part of your huge part of your life but it it has the power to change things it really does and I think what you said then about having a break and you know not necessarily catching up with people all that well and then you come back and there's a new um there's a new people that have joined um and have started making content or whatever it's always changing and evolving and I think that's probably for the good as well so yeah um it does make a difference who would you say you admired in the wow community and what is it that you admire about them (laughs) this is always a tough question (laughs) for those who can't see (laughs) i like that side eh? talvi's face just went oh boy (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness um so one person that i i do admire um is um haughty chicken so haughty chicken for those of you that don't know is an older wow streamer within our community and she's a fabulous fabulous lady who lives over in australia i want to say yeah yeah she's um, awesome. um i've never met her personally um i've spoken to her a couple of times but she seems really quite lovely i'd never managed to catch her streams because i'm always far too busy doing other things um but um she's definitely a person that i look up to um and somebody uh said to me in my community the other day um who's also uh, a fan of horty chicken said to me um i admire her because I want to be like her when I get older. And I very much feel the same way, you know, like I'm going to be the person who's like 60 odd and I'm going to be still playing well. And absolutely because at the end of the day, it isn't so much about gaming and it isn't so much about um, playing something on a PC, but it's about community for a lot of people within the WoW community. It is about the community and hanging out with friends and just kind of like having some kind of social content um and for uh, for a lot of people for a lot of older people the ability to connect with other people especially people their their own age is a big influence to people like they can look at somebody who's older and they go oh you're older that's really cool I didn't know any older people that played World of Warcraft. I thought it was like everybody was in their 20s. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, boy, no, it is not. Oh, my goodness, no. Very definitely not. <laughs> I never played this game in my 20s. Neither did I. Time. No, I was. Because <laughs> I was over that when it came out. So Yeah, I was 30. <laughs> 31, I think, when I started playing. So, yeah. I was 23. Yeah, I, I'm I'm an old bird. I'm 23 <laughs> and I'm 40 in October, so. Yeah. I was 31 yeah. when the servers went. Yeah, well, I was, I started in Wrath and I'm uh, 43 in three like, weeks, so. You're, you're like what we would have referred to back in the day as a Wrath baby. I am the stereotypical Wrath baby as well because I rolled a warrior and then went straight to a death knight and haven't looked back. So yeah, I fit all those Wrath baby stereotypes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. And and I actually now, like at the time, that came with a bit of snark, that kind of Wrath baby tag. You were yeah. a bit of a, you know, you're a noob if you're a Wrath baby. But now, like I look back and I'm like, I was there, bitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, I've I've sunk over ten years into this game now. So yeah. yeah. See, I was referred to as a wrath baby for the longest time because it was very much the kind of the expansion where I kind yeah. of grew up and I, I realized who I was in the game and various things like that. And I don't think it helped the fact that for a long time my main was a death knight and they were like, Oh god, you play a death knight. And I was like, Yes, yep. yes, I do. And I still have my death knight. And I'm currently in the process of leveling her to level 60. So. Whoop, whoop. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> well, that's the end of the standard questions. So I'm going to hand it over to Bricko for the guest specific questions. Okie dokie. You're doing so well with that. I just, yay, <laughs> good job, Demi, good job. So what was your highlight or your favorite highlight from BlizzCon, Talvi? BlizzCon uh... Live, sorry. <laughs> I really like the voice actors. Um, I like the voice acting panel was absolutely incredible. I'm always very in awe of what people can do with their voices. Um, it's just always the case if you know, like you sit there and you look at the person that does the voice of Andrew and Rin, and you go, "No way could that voice come out of him?" And then he does it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, "That's <laughs> weird. That's so weird." And it's like the guy that does the voice of Wam Samdi, and then he did it, and I was like. Oh my God, that's so cool. And it's just, you know, like I am, I'm always in, I'm always, as, as an artist myself, I'm always like very in awe of people that can do voice artistry because like I think I have a horrible voice. Like I, I listen back to myself and I think a lot of people say this is they listen back to themselves and they go, Oh my God, do I sound like that? Oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> All right, I sound like an ogre. I still have a hard time still yeah it's frustrating what is it about the scenery in wow that appeals to you so much I kind of want to um, touch on that earlier with the sky boxes but what is it about the scenery Hello. um i'm not entirely sure to be fair all right hang on a second i mean i'm just gonna have to mute myself <laughs> <laughs> the wonderful world so, of technology. Yes. And easy <laughs> buttons to push. Once I'm over this cold that I got, I, I won't cough as much when we're trying to talk on a podcast. <laughs> oh, it's all right, my lovely. Miss Cowgin's just saying in chat that she thought Sylvanas' voice was computer edited until she saw the voice actor at BlizzCon last year. And yeah, Patty, oh, who does the voice for could, Sylvanas, is amazing. I could see where you get that, the way she says her S's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's it's so That's... so well done. Um, right, I'm back. Sorry. That's all right, my lovely. <laughs> That's all right. Hope everything's okay. Yeah, no, just my parents have just come over and I'm like, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, nice to have company. Yeah. Um, what was the question again? Sorry. It was what about the scene or what what scenery or what about the scenery and wow that um, has you so um, into the painting and whatnot? Um, I've I've been painting since I was a young child. Like I started painting around the age of, and I say thirteen about that. Before then, I was kind of doing pencil sketches. So I've always done some kind of artistry. Um and um painting uh for a long time like i did a gcse 
for those of you who don't do English qualifications, a GCSE is kind of like the, say, the equivalent of like a GED in American high school. Um, so uh, basically I did a GCSE in art and design and I did painting for that. And I discovered that my favorite medium to work with was acrylic paint. Sorry if I keep banging my mic. Um, and um, I uh, discovered that uh, doing the paintings, which you can see behind me on the wall, uh, my uh, it's kind of like part of my background of my stream, um, is that I, I find that, um, <laughs> Hi, me, Demi. I'll be your producer for your tech. <laughs> um, it's generally something I get a lot on stream is that I'm very quiet. I don't know why. Um, <sighs> no, I, it was something in OBS. It wasn't you guys. It was definitely me, oh, my oh, side, so. Um But, um, yeah, so I the, the skyboxes is something I've always really liked. Um, in World of Warcraft and I find it's the easiest thing to paint like my favorite things to paint are architecture and skies and landscapes um, I am generally dreadful at painting people I can't draw people I can't paint them like I struggle with faces and hands and it's like if you give me a body to paint I can do it but not hands or feet or anything with <laughs> like detail I can't do but yeah Generally, I really enjoy doing landscapes. And it's the same with um, photography. Um, I'm a qualified photographer, and uh, generally most of my photos are of architecture and of landscape. So. Nice. As someone who... <laughs> now, this, <laughs> was, this was me phrasing this question. So if you don't want to say it, Rick, I can read it out. Because, <laughs> uh, well, maybe just for the com comedic part, I'll, I'll read it as Demi. <laughs> so as someone who cannot paint or draw but loves to do so what advice would you give me to improve practice <laughs> it sounds ridiculous and it sounds very well trodden and everybody says it but yeah practice you don't get anywhere in life without any kind of practice the same goes for painting dream streaming drawing singing uh like if you have a skill the more you practice it, the better it will be. Yeah, this is what I tell my kiddo about his guitar. <laughs> um, and this is not a, a sponsored kind of thing or anything, but one thing I would definitely recommend is uh, Skillshare. If you can get some kind of a membership for it, I definitely recommend it because they've got so much artistry stuff on there. They've got things like beginner's guide to things like pencil sketching and uh beginner's guide to watercolors and all this kind of stuff and they like break it down step by step and they teach you along the way and it's such nice. a good thing really really helpful and i sound like a bit of a youtuber but yeah skillshare <laughs> <laughs> that's all right that's you're allowed cool to say these things it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have a, a community question for you that came in from haughty chicken yes uh, and she has um. asked um, I would love to know which zones have proven the most challenging to paint and does painting Azeroth give you a different perspective to it? Um, I would say definitely the, the most hardest one I've had to do so far is probably my Arden World painting. Um, I You can't see it very well, but it's the one in the frame in the middle. I did a picture of the tree. Um, but... Um, it was so hard because I generally can't paint trees. 
I am like the world's worst at painting trees. Um, and so like trying to like paint it and then I'd like, cause with paint, you obviously, it's not like digital artistry where you can go, okay, that's crap, going to delete that and then I'll, I'll do some more. But so it was like, I was like, oh, I don't like that. So I paint over it and painted a different color. So literally that paint, that one piece probably took me about 12 hours and it looked so simple. But in the end, we got to kind of like the tree and I'd done the branches. I'm like, how the hell do I do leaves? I was like, oh man. So what, <laughs> I, so what I did is I just did lots of dots. And I was like, I'm going to do the impression of leaves. And that's exactly what I did. And I was like, I looked at it and I went, oh, yeah, that's not too bad. I quite like that. And I was like, and <laughs> that's done. Thank you. Let's move on to the next one. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's always, I think, yeah, when you're doing anything creative, sometimes it's, you can be bashing your head against a wall and then you find a, just a different way to do it. And it, then it makes sense and it all falls into place. Yeah. Good stuff. That brings us to the end of our interview questions. Let's tell people how they can find you and where they can find you. And is there anybody that you haven't already mentioned that you would like to do a shout out for? Okay. So um, you can find me um, at two different places, actually. Uh, the two places that you can find me at is I'm on Twitter um, at Telvi Online. Um, and then the second place you can find me at is... Um, uh, Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash online. Um, I stream generally every Wednesday and Saturday. Saturday is generally my art stream. So if you like people coming, if you'd like to come by and watch me paint, then you are more than welcome to do so. Um, Wednesdays are a very different stream to, uh, to Saturdays. Wednesdays is a game stream. So it can be anywhere between kind of like um, farming and... Um, just generally doing stuff to kind of doing uh, mythic pluses with my guild. It can be anything. Uh, Saturday is very chill, uh, very kind of like watching me paint type thing. Um, the other one as well is that you can also find me on YouTube. I am under the name Telvi Online as well on there. Um, and um, I've currently got a video going out, which is a bit of a paint with me. And that will be the creation of my Hellfire Peninsula piece, which, as I have already said, is on the, the wall behind me over there um and uh shout outs uh yeah sure i'd like to give a, a massive shout out to um the one and only gillen who likes to hang around Aww. in the back of my streams but you know without <laughs> him world of warcraft would not be possible because we actually met each other in guild um Oh. Um, I well, not in guild actually. Sorry, um, in game. Um, I met him through Twitter. I was learning how to play a mage at the time. Um, they'd nerfed the crap out of Frost Death Knights, and I was really desperate for a new um thing. And um, I um, uh, basically he said to me, he says, "Oh, I can teach you how to play a mage," and then the rest was very much history. We've been together over ten years now. Oh, that's so sweet. That's, yeah, I love that's it when wonderful. things work out like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, we are going to move into our community heroes section. Um, I'll give you all a little bit of a trigger warning. This one is a little bit political this week. Um, and it will become clear for why that is as I go through and read this out for you. Do you have any community heroes you want to shout out this week, Bricko? Uh, everybody that enjoys this game for the fun it is. Everybody. There Literally, we are. Everybody. Yeah. Marvelous. Marvelous. Good stuff. 
So I will now take us on a more serious note. <laughs> uh, in the last fortnight, there have unfortunately been a couple of standout shitty moments in the community. And um, first of all, there was a Reddit thread uh, full of racism. Yeah. I've not looked at it because I didn't want to. Um, I d and I don't need to look at it to know that it's awful. Um, and there's also been a bit of a lackluster startup of the Women in Warcraft stream organization. Oh, God, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Now, I did apply to the organization and I didn't get in. I'm not bothered. Yeah. I'm not bothered that I didn't get in. It, it, it's not, um, I'm not bitter about it. Uh, I was in the Discord and I was watching what was happening in the Discord uh, with the hope that they would make some amends to the way they started up. Unfortunately, women in society have to be, we have to perform to a much higher standard than men just to get through. Um, and having started out on a li little bit of a rocky footing, I really hope that women in Warcraft can make amends and can overcome their rocky start. Um, if you want to know more about that, that you can just go and look it up. Um, you know, unfortunately, it appears that they didn't really learn from some of the uh, fallout of organizations from last year. Um, and they have a lot of work now to do, I think, to overcome uh, where they've started from and to make amends. I'm no longer in their discord. I didn't feel that I could stay there. Um, I, I'm watching from afar now in the hope that they can uh, recoup and come back from it. But I saw it, some tweets, so it's I, I've got a vague understanding. Um, I'm I don't know if I'm if I want to be bothered to go find out more. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, you know unfortunately, unfortunately, it seems like they had some good intentions, but they didn't fulfill them. Um, in the way that they should have done. Um, That's like it, it fell off a cliff. I saw the yeah. tweets. Everybody was excited. Everything was going woohoo, woohoo, and all of a sudden, yeah. And I'm it, not sure exactly the context, but it's disappointing. Um, and sure. I, you know, I wish the people that set it up. I wish them well. I hope that it will come back from that. Um, but yeah, for now, I'm just watching. I am not going to comment any further on it. Um, it's, sure. as I say, it is disappointing, but hopefully they will come back and, and build something worthwhile and useful and helpful and proactive. But the Reddit thread was a very big talking point in the WoW community with a lot of content creators talking about what can be done to address racism, um, not just in WoW, but also in the wider community. And I am not going to say what I think because actually I'm not very eloquent about it and I can't really comment properly um because I'm a white woman and therefore I have a distinct privilege in society so I have asked the wonderful Manny from for Azeroth if I could quote what he said and this is and he has given us permission to do this and this is what he said this isn't a problem that gets solved by ostracizing each, per each person. They just dig in harder and more militantly. The solution is not one magic bullet. This is going to have to be dealt with from many angles by many people. We need to use those teachable moments, not to turn a bad eye to the bad actors, lift up the good actors and use technology to dissuade bad behavior. None of it works on its own. Today it's racism, tomorrow is sexism, next week the transphobes pop out of the woodwork. The collective will of the community has to want to change, and that's not something uh, even those of us with large platforms can ever hope to do on our own. So our community heroes this week 
are all the people working to teach others to raise the good actors to the collective of people working to change this community for the better. And I'll just finish this by saying, like a drop in the vast ocean, each of us causes ripples as we move through our lives. And that's a quote from a book called The Seventh Gate by Margaret Weiss. So I wanted to thank Manny, first of all, for the quote, because he said it far better than I could have done. Um, and I, I believe in every single word that uh, we said there, we have to work as a collective and raise up the good people uh, whilst educating the bad. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if Bricko and Talvi have uh, any comments on that. <laughs> Uh, no, none. Just, I don't know enough about it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'll either I dig into it and find out more, or I just sit here and and say that Manny and you did a very wonderful job stating what you said. <laughs> we all need well, to be better, you know, I, and we can be. Yeah, yeah. And the for, other me it was, for me, it was a case of I knew about the Reddit thread, but like Demi, I, just, I chose not to read it because I knew that the things that I would read would be. How I didn't do I put know this? about the Reddit thread until just... I got the show notes. So that that, but assuming what I think is true, I'm not going to read it because I will lose my shit. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, slightly, kind of like as a side thread type thing. Um, I've had racist comments shouted at me in um, a game because I choose to play a um uh a night elf that has very dark gray skin um and because i play on an rp server i've had people shout comments at me things like elves don't have dark skin uh oh why, my God. this is this is so against rp um night elves generally have light skin and i'm just like just go with your racist nonsense it's just ridiculous you'd think they'd be the ones that wouldn't i don't know whatever See, I can feel the anger building in me, and and the the re the other reason I chose to use a quote from Manny is that, you know, uh, I I like I said, I am a white woman. I have a position of privilege, and it is not my place to talk for people in the BAME community. Manny is a member of the BAME community, so raising his voice up, I feel, is more important than me trying to talk about this, but. For somebody to say in a game that a darker shade of a elf, a fictional fucking character, <laughs> is, you know, that there is a racial superiority to fictional characters, it just makes my blood boil. It's ridiculous. It's it is absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. So jog on with your night elf racism shit or right. any racism shit, but, you know, just yeah. <laughs> for God's sake. Anyway. Before I get too carried away on the um, politics <laughs> side, I want to thank Talvi again for joining us. Yes, thank you, Talvi. It was nice to meet More you. More than welcome, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you, as always, to my wonderful co-host, Bricko. Thank you, Demi. It was wonderful. Thanks, everybody in chat. That's always a good fun way to, to uh, spend some time on a Sunday or a Monday whenever we can get together. But we will be back, ladies and gentlemen, in two weeks for another interview, another round of Community Heroes and more from the world of Warcraft. Until then, you can find us at the website on www.thethirdfaction.com. I will always do the www because I'm old. Uh, yes. And you'll, find, <laughs> you'll find links there on where to find us. You can email the show on the third faction show at gmail.com. 
If you would like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash the third faction show. We will always be free, but your support does help us to cover the costs and will enable us to bring you more and more and more. And also, I think the next thing we're going to do is get Bricko a second screen. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Can I just, can I just add one last thing before, I, before we discuss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I shout out my community hero? Yes, of course. So my community hero for me has to be my GM, Savian. Um, he is an absolute jam. He supports the entire guild, no matter what kind of problem they're having. Um, he's um, he's probably one of the best GMs I've ever had and ever come across in any kind of guild. And he knew he plays a mage like me, who he knew I was having some problems with my spec. And he literally spent most of yesterday afternoon talking me through it and making me understand and I have to give my shout out to him because he's an absolute gem. Oh, nice. Here, here. Here's the GMs everywhere, of which I am one, so I will take that too. <laughs> 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 but anyway, folks, yes, we will be back in another two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, if you would like to leave us a review, you can do so on your chosen podcast platform or at warcraftradio.com forward slash directory, where you can also find, I think it's now... 150 shows about blizzard um so. covering the wealth of blizzard games not just world of warcraft but if you don't want to leave us a review the very best thing you can do is tell us tell your friends about us and share the love remember folks always be learning and don't be a dick mm-hmm.